Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 129 today and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghost Season 2 Episode 10, the season finale titled Love and War. The description does read, let's break that down real quick. I hope you guys are having a beautiful Sunday. I had a wonderful weekend and happy that you guys are here to kick it with me today. Uh, The description reads, Tariq refuses to give up on his loved ones. Tariq must help Monet save her own family. Monet finally sees the whole board must move quickly to protect her family from Mecca. So you already know how we do on this platform. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and we about to dissect this shit right here. So sit back and enjoy. Don't forget, you can always find me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice for Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews for Instagram. Or if you need to email me, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. And don't forget about my playlists. They're all music playlists on Spotify. I have made them. I have every genre. So if you type in Shanice Loves, you'll see all of my music playlists. And I have every genre and it's a whole vibe. So you can follow me on there. You can inbox. DM or email me for any special request that you would have that you would like for me to recap. It could be a movie, a documentary, or a TV show or a music album. So I do take requests and I will check it out. I will get back to you within a couple days and get your recap out to you. So on that note, let's go ahead and jump straight into the show and talk Power Book 2 Ghosts. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. First, let me say. Shout out to 50 Cent, (laughs) shout out to Courtney Kemp, shout out to all of the writers and directors in the wardrobe of this show, shout out to all the actors and actresses, they did a fantastic job, even the ones who we talked shit about this, this season, they did so good, you know, we got into the character like, you know. We can't stand them, but everybody did an amazing job. This was an amazing season. Like, it really, really was. So I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to give the season finale a 10. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was disappointed in one thing. I thought they were bringing 2-Bit back. I love me some 2-Bit. So I was disappointed not to see him, but it's always season three, and they have started production. So uh, he might be back for season three. And we about to break down Power Book Force next. So that will be uploaded shortly as well. And then we got... 10 weeks of that, and then I'm pretty sure Raising Canaan will be coming right back on. Then we got BMF, and, you know, the cycle just continues as we recap and support the Power Book universe, okay? Um, Thank you for all of your support and sticking with me throughout this 10 weeks. It's been amazing. Um, Since I've been doing recaps, we have did every episode of Raising Canaan, BMF, and then you guys kicked it with me for 10 weeks for – 
Power Book 2 Ghosts. So thank you for your support. On that note, let's go ahead and jump into the show and start dissecting it. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it opened up and we see Monet and Mecca. They loan a little yacht. He's showering her with gifts after gifts after gifts. And she's like, oh my God, another one putting on an Oscar Award performance looking like she all in love for real. And he's explaining like, you know, why he became Mecca. Everything was to get back to her, you know. So he like, you know, I'm not going to let the game come between us again. So we know that back in her teenage years, he was doing what he did. And that's basically how he got to jail and became what he became. So the um, she like, you know what? Well, the most important thing that we need to come up with is killing Tejada. And we're going to have to get Kane to kill Tejada. So they get this little game plan together. And at first he's trying to tell her, like, you know, first we need to think about this and make sure it gets done right. And we need to make sure Kane is on board. So we get into the next scene. And Tariq, he's in his room. He's repeatedly texting, calling, leaving messages for Lauren. He's worried about her. No matter what she's done, no, he knows she was, like, innocent in all of this. She did make the mistake of wearing a wire, but he really, really cares for her. And Effie is in the bed, and she wakes up, and she like, boy, if that's another girl, you ain't got to do all that. But he gets to telling her, like, it's not. The only thing I'm doing is just worried about Lauren. I just want to make sure she got where she had to get safely, and then I'll be fine knowing she's okay. So she reassures him, like, I'm sure she's fine. You know, she's probably all right. <clears throat> And he asked her about if something was to happen to him, if he was to go inside, would she look out for yes? And she like, it kind of catches her off guard because she like, Tariq, you would trust me with something like that? And he like, if, if I, you know, if it ain't you, it's my mom. Between y'all, I don't trust nobody else. Y'all all I got. And you could tell that kind of grabs her attention right there. So, um, we get into the next scene. <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all. In Davis and Sachs, they tell Tariq about Trace Big Mouth ass and how he ready to testify. <laughs> and Tariq, he fills them in on Kane basically giving uh Braden the drugs, then kidnapping them, taking them to the hood, beating them up, Ramirez driving them back. So, you know, now they connected with the cop that was killed. And Saxon is like, what the fuck? They're like, well, where was you at when all of this was happening? And he like, oh, I was with Snitching Ass Riley. You should know that. So that kind of catches Sax off guard because he knew that he had set his niece up to follow Tariq. And Davis is like, well, if you were with somebody and you got an alibi, we're just going to have to bring her in. And Sax is like, no, you know, he goes straight to Nancy then because, you know, that's what his family call him. And he's like, my sister would never talk to me again. Davis is like, fuck you and your damn sister. It's about my damn client going free. I don't care about nothing else. It's about my client. So we get into the next scene and <clears throat> This this episode has so much in there. I hope I recap it all. If I did, if I don't, forgive me because it has so much. <laughs> it was just so much betrayal and game plan going on. But Dante, aka Mecca, he uh takes Zeke to the, anchor, um, the hangar, <clears throat> and 
he's showing Zeke his world. He's showing him his jet, all the cars, everything he got. And, you know, he's asking him, like, are you going to come with us? And Zeke is like, he don't trust Monet at this moment. And he like, she lied. She she said she didn't even, you know, do nothing to carry. And then Mecca's like, look, whatever your mom did do, it's out of unconditional love for you. She loves you so much. And maybe you'll understand that more when you have a child of your own. And I love you too. We can all leave and start, have a fresh start. You done dropped out of school, you know, and stuff ain't going good with the league right now. We're going to make it work, but we can go. So they have like a nice bonding moment. Uh, and they talk. <clears throat> He gives him a car, you know, gives him a game plan, and we go into the next scene. The, uh, besides Mecca being an informant and all of that, that was a nice father and son moment. But we get into the next scene, and Monet and Kane, this damn Monet, <laughs> she uh, giving him every reason in the world to take his dad out bringing out her inner rock when rock had to give Kane um, in that motivational speech to go take uh take out his own damn dad so she's telling him everything like how he should be number two when you know he picked drew over him won't won't won. and she like and i need Tariq to kind of talk to you and he like Tariq. she like yeah you that little nigga killed his own damn daddy and he like oh Tariq did it Fuck, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> like, damn, Kane. That's all the motivation you need is like, damn, Tariq did it, I'll do it too. All right, Kane. We, we see you, bro. We see you. So we get into the next scene. We go into the courtroom, into Judge Lucas' courtroom. Jenny calls Braden to the stand. Tariq, that catches him off guard. He looking like, what the fuck is... Braden takes the stand. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth to help you God? Yes. Yes, I do. Now, remember, Braden has immunity. He gets on that stand and he stands tall. I respected it. He took on everything. He was like, nope, I did that. Yep, those drugs weren't Tariq. I did it. I'm over course correct. He even brings up how he's the president with Stern and Stern Hill. <laughs> Braden did that shit in Method Bad. Davis McClay was smiling that whole damn time. I was dying laughing. And the case is dismissed. The fucking case is dismissed. Jenny is pissed. Jenny is pissed. Tariq is smiling. McLean is smiling. Braden looking confused. His daddy pissed off. It was a lot going on in that courtroom. The juries is looking confused. And, you know, Jenny asks, can we dismiss this without prejudice? So, case is dismissed. Sax walk over there like, <laughs> tough break. <laughs> Jenny is pissed. She's like, she slammed at their briefcase. She like, nope. And she storms out of their child. So the case is dismissed. Tariq gets his little ankle monitor cut off and he is free to go. So after that, we get into the next scene and we see Davis and Tariq, they talk. He tells him like, look, you should basically keep hustling and finish up school and then within a few years you'll be where you need to be and then you can worry about yes and Tariq is like no fuck that because that's something that ghosts would do that's something my dad would do and I don't want to be anything like him my family come before my own personal needs so 
And then he like, and plus, not only that, McLean, you owe me a refund. You been double dipping like a motherfucker. And McLean like, look, <laughs> I'm going to keep my money. And not only that, you going to keep hustling. The Tejadas is not going to let you loose. And I did everything to protect you. So ain't nobody getting no money back. And that's what it's going to be. But if you need a little pep talk, you would probably make a good attorney someday. <laughs> so I'm wondering, you know, by the time uh, this is power, by the time to graduate, is that something he might want to do? Because, you know, the little man is brilliant. You know, he wasn't in the street life growing up. Ghost them had him in the best schools. He's well-educated. Now when he hooked up with Kanan, he got that street knowledge as a teenager. So, you know, who knows? Um, and we get into the next scene, and Jenny comes up to Sax. She's crying. And at first, I'm like, what's she up to? Because I didn't know if it was going to be like a setup to get more information to try to, you know, go into another angle. But she's crying because Lauren Baldwin is dead and it was a car accident. And she is like, she feels like it's blood on her hand. She feels like it's her fault. And he tells her like, look, I know how it feels to want something so bad where you will go so far. Trust me, the the hatred I have for St. Patrick, I framed him. Then when he still went free, I went to go try to shoot him, but somebody got to him before I did. So I know obsession. But, but Jenny, walk away and take the ill. So we get into the next scene. And we get into the game plan. And it was so many game plans in this episode to where I'm like, okay, who can we trust? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had their own plan in motion. So that's why I say it was a lot in this episode. But Monet, she meets up with Tariq. And her plan is to kill Mecca, <clears throat> not Lorenzo. I knew it. I knew it. Last week I said, I said, I don't think Monet is just that gullible and stupid. It's something, it's something up with that. And I knew Mecca had did that shoot I, I knew it I'm like that wasn't Lorenzo for some reason that wasn't like his style um to go shooting at that basketball court and Monet meets up with Lorenzo next and she tells him the real deal so she comes out with everything she lets him know you know everything about Mecca how he is Mecca Dante and you know Tariq told her that he was an informant like she lets everything out of the bag so I liked it to see that them team up back together and you know her put him in on the game so Lorenzo he goes straight home and he tell Drew and private investigator Diana the plan and everybody say they in Diana gotta throw her two cents in of course you want us to trust Monet now, I'm going to get to Diana little ass because a lot of this shit was her fault at the end. I'm going to get to Diana. I'm going to get to P.I. <sighs> so we get to the next scene. And Brayden and Tariq talk. He thanks them. He, they kind of talk. He figures out that Diana took the coke and that she scanned his cold. You know, they go back and forth. He like, look, I need to protect Yash just like you did Trace. Oh, yeah, I knew, but I ain't mad. They have a nice brotherly moment. Then Kane come in calling them dumb and dumber and shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they have a moment. And Tariq also asked him, like, you know, what happened with Lauren? And he like, look, she drove off. You know, she told her no, no phones, no credit cards, gave her the money. She drove off. But when Kane come in, you know, he kind of give him that look like, did you handle everything? And Brayden kind of looks at him. So also Brayden, his dad is pulling him out of school after the court hearing. So he's leaving Stansfield. And 
after he leaves out the room, Kane and Tariq have a conversation with each other. I respected this conversation. I'm hoping that they'll become okay because I kind of like the dynamic of Tariq and uh and Kane for some reason. Like I like their friendship. I think if they put their hands together, Kane is definitely a muscle and he's smarter than what people think. Everybody always calling him dumb. I like Kane. Um but in original power, I love Kanan. So, hell, don't judge me. When I watch Narcos, I root for Pablo. So, you know. But I like Kane, right? And I think that him and Tariq would be a good team. But Tariq is also very pissed off because um, he knows something is up with Lauren's death. And I'm jumping ahead. Sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> but they have a good conversation. And he tells him, like, look, I killed my pops. And... If you go through with this, even though we know it wasn't a plan to actually go through with it, they were just trying to get Kane there so Mecca could believe it. He like, you will never, ever, nothing will be the same. Your family will not be the same. So I respected that conversation. So we get into the next scene, and Zeke goes to Detective Whitman about Carrie. He basically putting ideas in his head that it might not have been a suicide but I think Zeke went there because Zeke wanted some type of closure he cannot trust anything Monet says and if Monet says she didn't do it he gonna be like she everything she say is the opposite so he wanted closure like he he was falling in love with uh Carrie and not only that his whole world is upside down right now he don't know who to trust so you know of course it don't take much for Whitman for him to go looking so we get into the next scene and we see Councilman Tate, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> he meets up with Sweeney and the other guy, Steven. And I don't know why, when I did my recap last week, I said the other guy, Steven, was uh, Braden's dad, but it wasn't. He's connected with them as well. But he meets up with them and pulls his power play, you know, lets them know he got the picture and, you know, Sweeney talking shit like, if I beat the Me Too movement, I can beat this and, you know. Rashad, they pulled a power move and they let him know, like, look, step down, go ahead and endorse Rashad. And in six months, you can run for senator. So he talks a little shit at first, but he agrees. He agrees. So pretty soon, Councilman Tate will be Governor Tate. I can't wait for that damn influence. <laughs> they walking us straight into influence. Um. So we get into the next scene and everybody playing mind games. Mecca and Kane, they talk and he like, you know what? Prove you can, I can trust you again. Let's get back on board. Let's do this. And you know, you'll be, you'll be my number one. You'll be running my New York distribution over here. So we get into the next scene and Tariq meets up with the lawyer and he is granted custody of Yaz. He is granted custody of Yaz. And then we go into the next scene and Sax tells Tariq because he comes up right after he finds out that he got custody of Yaz and he tells Tariq about Lauren's death. And at first he really wasn't sure if Tariq might have had something to do with it because he even told Jenny like Tariq had an ankle monitor on. Did it go off? And he can tell by uh, Tariq's facial expression, he had no idea that Lauren had died and it messed him up. So um, we get into the next scene and Sax then goes to see Davis. They kind of go back and forth. Davis let him, um, 
he lets Davis know that Lauren is dead, and they basically have both have blood on their hands. They go back and forth because he, you know, he like, look, I'm sorry for old girl and all. I cared about Carrie. I ain't want Carrie to die, but the Theo, his case, which is um, Red Man, his brother, that's the most important case in this law firm. And then Sachs also mentions like, well, you know, we know he didn't do it because they're saying the guy was taller than him. So I'll get to that in a minute. But whatever Theo, which is Red Man, is locked up for is whatever Method Man did. He did that to cover for him. And they kind of go back and forth. And then um, Davis is like, look, bruh. I know who fuck I am. You need to know what side of the game you on. You don't work for the DEA no more. It's survival of the fittest, motherfucker. Shout out to Mob D. Yeah. Sending this one out. High forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks. They never around when the beef cooks in my part of town. It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old and be on the Y'all know nothing about that survival of the fittest. <laughs> oh my God, I died when Beth the Man said that. But anyway, they go back and forth and he let them know, like, look, bro, the most important case here is Theo's. I'm sorry about Lauren and Carrie, but uh, let's move it along. So we get into the next scene. And when the episode first came on, I knew something was up when it says, last time on Ghosts. And Tasha did the entrance. We see Tasha. Tasha the made an appearance on Ghost. It just made me realize how much I miss Tasha, y'all. And then when um the last episode came on and Mecca came out as an informant and mentioned Lobos, it made me go back and watch a few episodes from season one and two of Ghost. I mean, the original power, the original power. It made me go back because I just was like, damn, I miss Ghost. Like, let me just go back and refresh my mind. And it made me realize how much I miss Tasha. And to see her on this episode was amazing. So we also see she's still very, very scared because as soon as somebody pulled up in the driveway, she got nervous and she called the marshal. Tamika is Tamika. And I, oh my God, I love Tamika's character. She has came so far. And, you know, with all the animosity and hate and everybody that lost in their original office with Angela, Mock, Greg from their original power and the hard on that they had for ghosts. Tamika actually really cares for this family. Sax in his own way does too. And I'm going to get to Sax because I'm telling y'all, next season, baby. We we gonna talk about sex, but Tamika she reunites Tasha with baby girl, yes, and that just felt so good because say what you want about Tasha, she did love her children. That could be a whole nother conversation, but she did love her children. Tariq he watches from afar. They get alias names, Vanessa and Olivia. I'm like, okay, y'all don't want to got Cosby show names, but okay. So <clears throat> it it felt good to have them reunited and Tasha knew um she knew Tariq was in a car she kind of looked she smiled and he wanted to get out of that car so bad but you know it just felt good to see them reunited it felt good for her to have her daughter back and we get into when Tariq is in a car with sex he asked him like hey you ever heard of Dante Spears he like yeah you know everybody know Dante in the DEA office <laughs> Shit, if it wasn't for him, we never would have went after your father. Hell, your father, him and Angela, that shit never probably would have existed. We never would have been pointed in that direction. 
you know, he gave us the Manilas. He gave us uh, Lobos Hill. He gave us everybody. He probably gave him Milan the Serpent. He gave over everybody. And if it wasn't for Dante, the St. Patrick's might still be hell. Running Truth, Tommy and uh, Ghost might still be that power team. You know, who knows? But Tariq just sits back like, I figured that. I figured that shit out. So we figure out it never would have been an investigation without Dante Spears. So we go into the next scene. Drew and Tariq, they come up with the plan, with their own little side plan as well. He tells them, like, look, he like, well, where Diana going to know to get the bag from? I like the Tariq answer right there. He like the same place y'all motherfuckers stole my drugs from. But I ain't tripping off that shit. Because remember, Tariq got that $2 million that was supposed to be coming in. So he kind of blows it off, and Drew's sitting there looking dumb like, oh, well, uh, Drew, shut your ass up. Y'all took that damn boy drugs. But anywho, he lets him know, like, look, whatever you do, tell Diana, do not look in that bag. So we go into the next scene, and Zeke finds out from Detective uh, Whitman that Monet lied. She was by Carrie's apartment. And I'm just like, damn, Zeke. I, Zeke had a rough year, y'all. You can make all the, the jokes about him, how, you know, he wasn't the brightest and the facial expressions. But that just was a really good actor playing that role. But Zeke had a tough year. You know, oh, poor Zeke. But you know what he did? He still covered for Monet. He like, oh, no, she, she was just coming to pick me up. He still cover for Monet. Damn, Zeke. We get into the next scene. Kane and Tariq, they in the car. They kind of going back and forth. And you can tell Tariq kind of want to pull that damn trigger because he asking him, like, hey, you, you know my girl, right? You know Lauren? And then Kane really don't say nothing to admit to it. He kind of, like, changes the conversation like I thought Effie you know was your girl she fine as hell he tried to change the subject and Tariq like no nah, nigga don't worry about don't worry about Effie <laughs> but they jump out the car because it's time to get to the game plan and we get into the warehouse Lorenzo is in there and then you know Kane is getting ready to he was really getting ready to shoot his father and Tariq stops him and tells him the game plan like we have to get you here to make Mecca believe it so a shootout happens and I was just praying I'm like please don't let either three of them get shot they shoot Mecca's people and you know, we finally get that big meet up with Lorenzo and Tariq. And I'm like, look at Tariq barsing up. He ain't even, you know, he know he could probably going to get beat up, but he ain't really scared no more. He like, you took my drugs, motherfucker. <laughs> Lorenzo like, you had that coming. But we get the big shootout. We get the big shootout. Tahada and Tariq do face-to-face. -face. I mean, meet face-to-face. -face and um, Kane don't have to kill his daddy, you know. So... We get into the next scene, and Drew meets up with Everett because, you know, Everett and got in trouble because of the code he used to get into that access to that building, but it wasn't him, it was Drew. And I thought Everett was going to die here, but hell, he didn't. And it end, when he ended up leaving, I'm like, damn, I thought Everett was going to die. Not that I was wishing he would die, but <laughs> I just thought he was going to die, right? But anywho, it, when he walked away, it was a setup. The two guys get out the one with, who was with Kino, and 
they end up whooping Drew ass. But Kane shows up like I am my brother's keeper, and he holds his brother down. They get the beat in their ass. Kane's smart enough to know, hell, we can't do it right here where it's lights and, you know, cameras is in these headlights no we're gonna need to take him put him in a car we we take care of him let lorenzo make an example out of him you know it's too hot to just be doing it in the middle of the alley blowing their heads off so they do what he got to do what they got to do and i respected that i am my brother's keeper protection mode i liked it that i liked it that a lot i liked it that but on the other hand, we go back to the Tejada house. After we get that beautiful moment of the brother's keeper, keeper moment and the brother's kicking ass, Drew kicking ass, Kane kicking ass, we get to baby girl Diana, private investigator, talk too damn much, nosy. <sighs> Zeke's blood is on her hands. I'm sorry, it is. Drew specifically told her, Grab the bag. Grab the bag, Diana. Grab grab the bag and just go. <laughs> Diana, don't look in the bag, Diana. Di Diana, just grab the bag and take your ass home. No, 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 not Diana. Not Diana. She got to tell Poppy everything. Even though she only looked through a few documents and seen a few bank statements, Putting ideas in poppy head that got Monet probably about to run away and it was a scam and, you know, it was all a setup. It wasn't what it was. Poppy assumes bank statements, your name, Zeke's name, Kane's name, Drew's name, Monet, not me. Monet lied again. He storms off. Lorenzo storms off. Goes to the hangar. Zeke is pulling up. Now, we don't know if Zeke was hurt, but we don't know if he really was about to go there to confront Monet about killing Carrie or just decided, you know what, I'm going to leave with my parents. Who knows? But he went to go get on that plane. And all Lorenzo could see was red. And he thought that was Mecca. And Lorenzo killed Zeke. Damn Zeke. I felt I felt bad for Zeke. I'm sorry. Zeke had a rough year. Zeke was innocent. You know. And Lorenzo, honestly, he did not know he was killing Zeke. He didn't know. He thought it was Mecca. He thought it was Mecca. Let's take a moment of silence for Zeke. We get to the next scene. The family meets back up at the Tejada's house. Everybody there. Kane kind of walks downstairs. He gives Monet a look like, you lied to me again, but you know what? You're still my mama. Kane is a mama's boy. We get into the next scene and i skipped the scene because when they was at that scene uh okay so while that was going on and i i might have forgot to jot that down because i was so into the show before why uh lorenzo was taking out zeke monet her and mecca are at the penthouse and Tariq comes up 
Now, he got on camera, and he went up, and Mecca was ready to off him as soon as he got off the elevator, but Monet, she like, you know what? You've been lying to me this whole time. She pulls the gun out. She shoots him in the head, but when it's all said and done, he said, you know what? I really have done all this for you. I love you. I really, really do love you, and what is Zeke gonna think? when you know he learns that you killed his own father you already killed this girlfriend she like zeke could be all right bop straight in the head Tariq show come up and he like we got to clean this footage out if he told me how to do it i think she's she's like brilliant in that i think she's majoring in something like that in college so she had did the footage from the first time they did the robbery so she got them together with how to get the footage off and then monet being a woman of her word she like Tariq. You helped me with this, so you know what? If you want out, you out. He's like, well, we killed Mecca before I could get the money, so, you know, I'm in it to the end. So they still going to be partners or whatever, and Mecca's dead. And Mecca went out too easy for me, and he had called his, uh, his whoever he was reporting to, letting him know his cover was blown, and we're going to get to that. But I don't know how Mecca came in so military and militant and like military train had his soldiers. That's something I was disappointed in. I understand he had to go, especially when they got to talking about how he was an informant. And to be honest, that's more common than what people think. Most high ups, high up, high up, high up. <laughs> so you'll be surprised sometime if to be that high up, you do get government assistance. I ain't going to go there today. Uh, we'll talk about it when we do our documentary breaks downs, but some of your biggest gangsters, they have turned people in to get to a higher level. It, it happens all the time, but I just did not think he was going to go out that easy. I wish we could have got more of Mecca, but I understand you have to move the story along and, you know, power is doing so many great things, but just how the chef went out and Mecca went out so easy, it was a little disappointing, but Mecca went out when all the family gets back to the house. You know, even Lorenzo is surprised he's to see Monet. He's like, you're here. Because he just assumed something was up when he ran off because Diana went through the bag. Shit. <sighs> they see Mecca face, Dante Spears all over the news. So they like, we did it. We did it, ma. You did it, ma. We did it. We go into the crime scene at the penthouse. Who do we see? Blanco ass. Blanco. We ain't seen Blanco in a long time. And Blanco like, I'm sorry, Dante. So we see that Dante has been reporting to Blanco. And I'm like, damn, how Blanco keep getting promoted like this? Because one thing about her character that irritated me is she was just like a detective at NYPD. Remember, she first came along when the cop Ray Ray got murdered by Reek. Then all of a sudden, she's just a cop she's in angela's office doing too much there remember she was going after angela and she was working with them and i'm like how the hell you keep getting promoted now you're working with the global snitching dante like how the hell whatever but it was good to see blanco you know i can't stand her character but she played that damn role and she gonna be good because she like she seen that footage she like Tariq saint patrick so we meet again. So please believe season three, Blanco about to be on uh, Tariq ass because she been wanting him since day one because she knew he killed Ray Ray. So we go into the next scene and we get uh, Method Man and Red Man scene, Davis McLean and Theo. 
Now, whatever Theo is in jail for, which is, uh, I think, homicide, he didn't kill the person. McClain killed the person, and he is after, he is um, covering for him. But now he like, you know, the doctors gave me my results back. I'm sick. You might as well just let, I can make it. So that's probably going to come out uh, next season. So we round up, you know, to the end. Saxon Jenny is in the bed. Hell, he is whipped. She even kissing him now. Remember at first she like, no kissing. And he basically lets her know, like, look, if I have to portray Davis, I'll do it. I have to I have to make things right. Davis is in bed with the Tejadas, and I'm going to help you. So uh, with that being said, Sax is going to be a trip next season. And next season is going to be Sax last season. Sax is definitely going to die next season, y'all. Mm-hmm. He going to die. He know that he got to look out for Theo. That's what he's supposed to be there for. That's the only reason why McClain wanted to work with him. But, yeah, Sax did next season, I guarantee it. So we get into the next scene, and Effie and Reek looking like a perfect little couple. They all kissing and shit. I like Effie and Reek together. The reason why is I liked it, Lauren. Oh, R.I.P. to Lauren. Moment of silence for her. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I liked it, Lauren. But Lauren was so... You know, she she was a good girl. She was a good girl. Diana, she come with a lot of baggage with her family and their business partners. But Effie is grimy. Tariq grimy. They two grimy people perfectly together. I like them together. I like them together. And we go into Tasha. We get another scene with Tasha and Yaz. Yaz gives her a letter and she reads it. And someday Tasha will be back. I don't know if it'll be the season finale of the final season, but Tasha and Tariq, the St. Patrick's will reunite someday. But it felt so good to see Tasha, and I'm happy her and Yaz are back together. So after that, we get Rashad and his brother. His brother come in that office pissed off like, nigga, fuck you. I lost my job because of your bullshit. And uh, Tate, like, he show him that little, his little new uh, name tag, Governor Tate. He like, he just stepped down. You just claiming it. He like, brother, I got this. And fuck that job you lost. You about to be head of security. So they still just giving us signs for what to expect when we uh, get to influence. Rashad Tate is going to be this powerful governor and his brother is going to be head of security. So his brother going to be all right. We get to the final scene, y'all. Everybody's sitting at the dinner table at the Tejadas. Monet is looking upset because no Zeke is at the table, but she said, you know, he needs a space. Then she gets that phone call from Detective Whitman that Zeke has been murdered. Mm, 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 mm. Monet don't play about her Zeke. Monet do not play about her Zeke. Monet is about to be a beast in season three. And when she finds out Lorenzo pulled that trigger, baby. Well, that was my recap for Power Book 2 Season 2, Episode 10, the season finale, Love and War. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
Thank you so much for spending these 10 beautiful weeks with me. Come and check in on my recaps. I hope you guys are here to stay for another 10 weeks as we cover Power Book 4, Force. Shout out to the Power Universe. Shout out to 50 Cent. I love 50 Cent. Check out my 50 Cent tribute, by the way. <laughs> so um, let me go ahead and get off of here because I'll be back on shortly and we will recap Power Book 4, Force. On that note, it's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.